0: I think what's held me back is that I've had so many lives, I have no idea which life and which story to tell.
1: Welcome to You Should Write a Book About That. My name is Kim O'Hara. I'm an intuitive book coach at A Story Inside, and I'm interviewing fascinating people from all walks of life who have a story to tell. Do they have a book in them? Stick around and find out. I am so excited to be talking to trend-setting stylist and personal shopper, Deanna Dupree. She has founded the first Black-owned, woman-owned styling school and recently launched a belt line, but the road was not linear, like for many of us. She's lived a slew of lives as a bartender, server, Avon lady, teacher, and social media strategist. And... I must mention, she gets all up in my closet business every season, taking me out of my comfort zone. Hi, Deanna, darling. How are you today?
0: Hello, Kim. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. That's such a crazy bio. I can't believe I've lived so many lives.
1: You have <laughs> lived a fair amount of lives.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, finding, finding yourself, you know, what do I love to do? What's my passion? Where, you know, what's fun? You know, it's just I I had to kind of go through so many different industries and positions to really find who the Dupree was made to be.
1: Well, you firmly believe that a woman can change her whole life and business by the way she dresses. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
0: A hundred percent, you know, in my uh, quest <laughs> to find myself, you know, as I began to, um, you know, transform really into a woman after age 30, 30 35 or so, I, I began to dress for the woman that I wanted to become. You know, I, I knew that I had this woman in my head that was a powerhouse and wore pencil skirts and pretty dresses and high heels. And as I began to just start to dress as if I was already her, I began to attract a different audience clientele friends you know men um colleagues it, it was a different uh avenue for me and I began to really really walk in that mantra and believe it and I started to use that for my clients and, they, and their lives began to change as well
1: and that wasn't always the case though because you were a social right. media strategist for about five years before this career and you had some big name yeah. clients But you were burning out. And it was your ex husband who showed Mm -hmm. you that people would buy the clothes right off your back. And tell me about that moment or that, you know, a couple of those moments that you were like, damn, I'm good at this.
0: (laughs) You know, it's so funny when people see you before you see yourself. One night we're at dinner and this woman, you know, First of all, I just love to dress. I love fashion. I'm into Hollywood, old Hollywood, Audrey, Marilyn. Those are my girls. And that's how I typically dress. Uh, And so we're out at dinner. And at, at the time, I'm definitely in social media. And this woman gets up from her table. She comes over. She's like, these shoes. I have to have these shoes. I've already sized you up. We're the same size. I want to buy these shoes. I'm like, you know, I bought these shoes a couple of years ago. They're kind of vintage. She's like, name your price. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, "I, I need them today. I need to have them now. She literally gives me $300 cash. That's amazing. <laughs> and buys my shoes off of my feet. And thank goodness, you know, we were kind of in like a little area to go buy other shoes. But my husband was like, do you not see your impact on people? You have to do this. And that was really my aha. Like, wow. You know, to really, you know, change a woman's life from across the room. Absolutely. It's something, you know, that I will ho- always hold near near and dear. And that's what I want all of my clients to experience um, from when they enter a room. And then there
1: was the client that had the boutique. And that's when you put yeah. together that you could be a shopper and a stylist, right?
0: Yes. Yes. yes, yes. She is such a dy- dynamic woman. She had this d- really cute um, boutique here in LA. And, you know, she hired me to, you know, help her grow her social media following. And so I was there, you know, almost every day, learning her, learning the business, learning the customers. And one day, um, she had to go run out to FedEx and asked me to just watch the store. Okay, no problem. You know, it was kind of slow. This little lady comes walking in, she's about 65 years old. And she's like, you know, I heard about this store. I needed a pretty dress for my friend's 70th birthday. I'm like, oh, okay, let's, you know, I'll just kind of, you know, play with you until the owner gets here. Long story short, the owner was gone for over an hour. So in this hour, we're literally tearing the store up, having a ball, you know, we are pulling, you know, seven outfits, shoes, handbags, hair pieces, jewelry. And the woman turned and said, This is such a great service that offers personal shopping um to your clients. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I didn't even realize it was a real career it was a real thing and I didn't even recognize my soul awakening while it was happening I was having so much fun you know we got we got lost in time and that was my aha like oh my gosh this is what I've always dreamed of doing and uh, that was the beginning and the owner and I talked about it and I began to be a personal shopper in that boutique and she taught me everything
1: and you ran with it. You know, you were willing to I take did. take that risk. <laughs> what I know about you as being my stylist is that yeah. you come in with clothes that I'm like, I'll look at you and go, what? And you'll say, yeah. girl, just stop. <laughs> Try it on. Just put it on. Right. <laughs> and it is very Jackie Collins, very Marilyn Monroe, very stylish,
0: mm-hmm.
1: highbrow, mm-hmm. but not very stodgy. Chic. Yeah. And yes. you just have a way and you knew me from one zoom mm-hmm. call. Yep. How do yep. you have that inner sense of what a woman needs? Where do you get that from?
0: Well, I truly believe it's divinely inspired for sure. Um, all that I am, of course, is, 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 is God's doing. And I you know, I pray over every call before I get on the call with, with, with prospects, you know, God, you know, lead me, show me, allow me to hear her pain, hear her happy. And it's, you know, when I ask you things like, you know, tell me, you know, who have you always envisioned yourself to be? And those few words, I already have like created your whole closet, your whole life, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> you know, when, when you told me some of your style icons, that was my aha, you know, um, for any woman to admire a Jackie Collins says so much about who you are and uh, where you're going. And that's all I needed to hear. And I was yep, got it, bam. And then yep. I know the type of clientele you want to attract, right? So I know, you know, that type of customer will see you in a certain light if they, you know, see you on camera or in a meeting setting. Like, wow, she's polished. Who is that? I want to work with her.
1: Exactly. Minus the 80 shoulder pads, of course.
0: Minus the shoulder pads. (laughs) I mean, I'll give you like a little, you know, but I will not go hard like the Madonna shoulder pads. I promise. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing.
1: That's amazing. Now, you know that I've told you you should write a book. And we're going to (laughs) call you out a little bit that you've been wanting to write a book for a really long time. Let's just talk about what's held you back.
0: I think what's held me back is that I've had so many lives. I have no idea which life and which story to tell. Do I start with my pain when I got a divorce, when I had to kind of pull myself out of the ashes? Do I start back, you know, all those lives, Avon and bartending? Do I tell that story? And because it's there's so many stories in the story, I'm like, I don't know where to start. Uh, but I, but I believe. What's happened recently is my ex-husband has passed on Mm -hmm. and transitioned, and he was such a huge part of my becoming. And I think his passing was really a um, rite of passage, really, to go ahead and tell our story. And it will be a story of triumph, of love, of pain, but also of business and um, self-development. So, right. um, you know, I think that I needed that to happen as bad as that sounds, to give me permission well people
1: um, will people well. will you know people will move on in our lives to set us free, yeah. sure and you've been in this process of breaking free for a while. I wish um, that it was a you know an overnight thing, but we know that it's not for. Yeah. Uh, Divinely led people, intuitive people that see, you know, you have a level of excitement about you that is, Mm -hmm. you know, unprecedented. you just you come in the room and you're just boom. Right. It's all in. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you write. Well, have you done any writing? Tell me about what your writing process has been thus far.
0: I'm you know I have tons of journals and they're all color coded and some say chapter One, chapter Two, I have like seven right okay, <laughs> And so when i it's you know it's it's when I hear myself say it, I want to smack myself, I swear, um, and most of that journaling has come from the divorce, it's come from watching myself go from a size twelve to a size two finding God in the darkness, you know, pulling myself up, you know, really tapping into style and beauty to really gain confidence. Um, And that's what all of the writings are about. It's just journals to me. But I can see in my writing to God and to myself and even to him, my ex, I was really releasing a lot of pain and really um, in gratitude for the release. And I'm calling myself forward and calling myself forth. You know, there's many journals where I'm telling myself, you know, Deanna, you know, you have 30 days to find her, you know, and she's waiting on you. So there's so many different facets of the writing. Um, I just, I guess I would definitely need to sit with you and let you kind of review and tell me where to really, where will it land for the reader? I'm, I'm concerned that the book won't be read. You know what I mean? So I'm that's like, a big concern.
1: Yeah, that's a big yeah. con- I mean, that's, and that's always yeah. something that, you know, we try and put in the drawer because that definitely won't assist with the writing process.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And what I'm hearing you from you- that. Yeah, What I'm hearing from you that's really positive, though, is that you're getting on the other side of the feelings, the emotions and the journey so that you can cleanly and clearly bring to the reader a story for them. And that's why I say at a certain point, journaling has to stop because it's just Mm -hmm. the same regurgitation over. Like you said, you've color coded your journals. It's like enough already. Right.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: But doing the work has put you in a position to be clean, like and say, now I'm gonna write this book for you, for the people. Here's my here's my unique perspective. You are also, as you mentioned, and I know this about you, a God fearing woman, and you have a prayer line for Mm -hmm. you mentioned this to me, and I thought it was so interesting for obedience. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the message you received to provide this service.
0: I've been that divinely guided to this prayer call over 10 years Kim over 10 years
1: that's amazing and
0: my birthday is I know and it's, it's sad though you know just disobedience fear yes. like no that can't be because in my mind I when I hear once about someone having a prayer line I see this person as angelic as reverent you know what I mean I'm like that's not me you know I have all these bad things I've done and stories and all this and so I kept pushing it back. And with my birthday being on New Year's Eve, it's a very pivotal moment every year where I'm sitting with God. Okay, so what's next? You know, I have my own dreams, So what's your plan for me? And I distinctly remember seeing, um at the beach. I just remember a voice saying, I'm not giving you another plan <laughs> until you complete this mission. And I was like, what? Wait, what? You know, and it was almost like I can feel his presence leave me. And um, it was it was deep, you know, it was it was humbling, it was you know, I was in fear, I was sad, like wow I've been such a disobedient child, you know, to where he's like, I'm done with this. Like I you have to do this for someone else, it's not about you. And that was that was my turning point.
1: That was the moment. And that's really uh, yeah. what I love about that is As women, we don't have to be in one box. You can be uh, a stylist. You can have a company that sells products and have Mm -hmm. a prayer line. It's like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I had to get over that I'm a book coach and I can have a podcast. Yeah. I just don't do just one thing. And a (laughs) band. And a band. And play drums. And do other things. (laughs) Like I'm not just in a box and I might come up with a product, you know. We do a lot more than we give ourselves the capacity. You know, we have a lot more capacity. We have strength. We have strength. Tell me about your belt business. I own two of them and I get compliments (laughs) every time I wear. Although the red one has seen no play because we're in, you know, the
0: quarantine. Man, you got to wear it on video.
1: How did you start? What was the, tell me about what was most difficult about pushing go on this business?
0: The most difficult part was that I'd always told myself, and this is when we tell ourselves stories, right? Mm -hmm. That you're not a creative, you know, you're not artistic. How can you design? How can you create? You know, you don't even have that, you know? And uh, I told myself for so long, you know, your job is just to dress people, and that's all you hear you're here to do on this planet, right? <laughs> um, but I remember 2018, every single client I had was oversized 12. They needed oh. something, you know, it, it, it was so, so strange. I, I never had a client that was smaller than 12. It was 12, to like 22. And I'm like, what is going on, you know? And they all had this same story, the same fear, the same doubt about their body, about their shape, about being, um, you know, curvaceous and beautiful. And I just kept saying, I wish I had something to make her feel, you know, see her waistline and see, help her see what I see. I let that thought go until 2019 comes around and i bought a belt from this woman in vegas and i wore this belt and i'm telling you it gave me so much power i absolutely loved it and it was almost like this is what you're called to do because i am a belt girl I, i've been wearing belts since i was 10 and i called her you know i asked you know questions about the belt and how she made it and if she would help me design something and literally i don't i didn't even hear myself ask it it just it just came out Mm. Right. That I want to start, start a belt line. Don't even remember. That was not even my intention for calling her. Isn't that amazing? Her, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, me ease never, the that ease. was not my intention.
1: The ease <laughs> and grace. It's like, but what you said was so key. Like you've been wearing belts. I'm not really a belt girl. Like I... I I don't think you even I've even shown you my belts. It's so sad. I have belts from like, (laughs) they're just bad. So, you know, you're a belt girl. I'm not a belt girl. You're a belt girl. And we need Mm -hmm. people like you to show us that power in wearing those belts. We think, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I've called you up and been like, I don't know how to cinch a shirt. You're like, please, let me send you a video.
0: Right. But, you know, that speaks to our gifts, right? And then we we dumb them down no matter how small it is to us. It's huge to someone else, you know? For you to not know how to rock a belt that you even could rock a belt and and that it could give you curves and a waistline and hourglass, who would I, you know, how dare I take that from you and not bring that to your life by being disobedient, right? Right. So D by Deanna is the belt line. DEI is um, divinely inspired, and that's going to be you know the the first collection are the goddess belts. Aww. And every belt is named by a goddess. Um. And my favorite belt is as Aphrodite. She's just so beautiful. I think you have um Hannah and. Who I have you a black have? one
1: and a red one.
0: No, I'm thinking of everybody has its oh, own the special class, oh. yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah, so the class is what gives me the name, you know, depending on how it sparkles, if it's you know if it's if it has circles, if it's radiant, then that's how I create the names. um but yeah, they're just so beautiful, and they're from two to three inches wide, which gives any woman, no matter if she's a zero or twenty. Um, it will define your waist. It will snatch your waist. And I made them elastic so that women can get them cut by a cobbler and that perfectly fit to her frame. Um, and I think that's, that's the juice. That's of the, belt, the juice. That it can be. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the juice. I love it. So,
1: you know, I forget that, um, you had more weight on your body than you do now because you're super oh, tiny. Yeah. What was the transition from going from sort of the tent clothes to Mm -hmm. do you remember that moment that you went out and you were like,
0: I have a body? How did that feel? (laughs) Well, it was, um, it was on a date and uh I wore this dress and I didn't even realize I was dressing like a banker, like an old lady I was covering up. I didn't even realize. Right. And the guy goes, I told him my age and he's like, Oh, I thought you were much older. I'm like, Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> He's like, well, you're so conservative. No second date. No second date. Right. You know, and he's like, you know, you're so conservative. You you know, you cover up. Most women around, you know, older don't like to really show their friggin'. And I was like, oh, my God, I do do that. Right. And I hadn't even like really measured myself. I had no idea. I had like a 29 inch waist. No idea. Mm. And. That was just like, you know, I cried. I was like, what are you doing to yourself? You know, why are you doing this? You know, and I went back to my my old favorite boutique where it all happened. And she's like, I've been dying to dress you. And I had to get dressed, you know, by a stylist, you know. And she showed me the places where I was in fear, you know, of my breast of, you know, of being seen. Um, And when that day came, it was just like, I felt like Cinderella. I really did. Um, It's like, oh, my gosh, there's a way to be tasteful and chic and, you know, not have all the girls out there. Because, of course, growing up, it's like you don't show your breasts. You don't do all these Christian things you don't do. And that's how I dressed myself for so long.
1: That is a beautiful, you realize that is a beautiful full circle story that you went back to the very boutique Uh that you had had your epiphany.
0: Yeah. It's such a beautiful, gorgeous beautiful moment.
1: Yeah. It's there's been beautiful moments in there in that boutique. So tell mm-hmm. me, we're at our last moments here. I could just sit on the phone with you and talk forever but <laughs> What do you love more than anything about dressing your clients and how do you feel that this is
0: your best service? <sighs> It's when she comes out of the dressing room and out of her bedroom and her eyes are just like, she's like seven years old again, you know, and it's Christmas and she's like, ah, oh, look, you know, that moment when my client sees her waistline for the first time and sees her butt and her hips and her frame and she's in tears. That's what it's all for mm. because most of my clients have not even seen their legs in 10 years my god isn't that crazy they don't even look at them like they're so just you know they spend so much time in hate and self-hate they just wake up and throw something on just hurry up and hurry up and cover it it is so sad I laugh but you know I mean
1: I'm laughing because you know I understand but Mm you know especially as we get older you know I'm
0: yeah. 50.
1: And I think you get set in your ways. And I think you know, that's why I brought you into my life because yeah. I knew if I don't reset now. Yeah. This could be a slow slide to never seeing my legs again.
0: Indeed. It's true. It's and true. you put I have me in five in inch heels mm-hmm. and said, Here's your legs now. Yes. <laughs> and there's your waist. Show it. Oh, and there's your boobs. Have a little clean. There's oh, your boobs. <laughs> Hello, boobs. Yeah, and it's Thank beautiful, you. and you have a beautiful frame. You know, I'm like, I wish you know, I have so many clients who are who are your age who are three times your size. And I'm like, Kim, you're gonna rock this 25 year old body that you have. Now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. We're gonna keep that on the recording for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, my love, for being here today. I value you and your service and your beauty and the exquisiteness you bring out into the world. And I really appreciate your very busy schedule, you coming and talking to us today.
0: Thank you so much. It is such a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: You've been listening to You Should Write a Book About That. To make sure you never miss an episode, find us and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to know more about how to write a book, check us out at astoryinside.com.